Let's talk about how to choose someone out to supersize your business. Sharon Hornell from here. And our idiom today is choose someone out. Now, choose someone out. This is actually uh, a fun idiom. And, and I've experienced it personally on many an occasion. To choose somebody out means to scold them roughly or severely. To ball them out for something. To get on their case. To give them really loud, boisterous, negative feedback in some way, shape, or form. So to choose somebody out actually comes from the United States Armed Forces in World War II. And I think we've all seen movies or heard of movies or seen clips of something on YouTube or anywhere of somebody, usually in the armed forces, a, 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 people are going to boot camp and they're in a line and they're all getting just nailed and chewed out and, and put down and um, obliterated by the the sergeant or whatever his rank is when they first go to um, the military service or in the military service, bossing people around, yelling at them, screaming at them. Can't I can't hear you. My dad used to when we were girls, sometimes he'd do that, that drill sergeant voice. I can't hear you when we were like not wanting to answer his questions about something because, you know, sometimes girls get into mischief when they're little girls. So what is what does this mean and how can we use this in our business? Have you ever gotten balled out or chewed out? Have you ever chewed somebody out? I know I've been guilty of, you know, you know, dishing it out every once in a while when something super frustrating or bad happened, mostly when I was younger and early in my career. Um, but it's when we criticize someone, we rant and rave, we go off half cocked or we admonish or yell at them. Have you ever stood back and watched me? I remember when uh, my ex-husband and I would argue about stuff sometimes. Sometimes I would just sit back and I would watch his mouth go and I'd be like, I knew he was chewing me out about something and I'd just be like laughing on the inside because it looked so funny. So maybe that's where the writer got it. Uh, actually appeared in the English Dictionary in 1948. So how do we use this to our advantage? We have to give people feedback, right? We have to do performance reviews. We have to let people know how they're doing. Are they meeting our expectations or not? Um, and, and when they get in trouble, we need to, or do make a mistake, we want to make sure they learn from that mistake. So there's ways, there's good ways you can do it, and there's bad ways that you can do it. You can yell and scream and rant and rave and chew people out. They probably won't work for you very long. Maybe, maybe not, but probably not. Or they'll behave that same way to the people that they interact with. And is that what you want? Do you want people acting that way to your, your customers or to the people that you serve? Probably not. Um, so there's a couple of ways that you can deal with feedback that will benefit your organization and everyone in it and continue to create a culture that um, creates continuous improvement for your organization, which is kind of what we all want, right? We all want a great culture, a great environment that continually improves and grows right along with our business. So how do we do this? Well, number one, follow the golden rule. Talk about the performance, not about the person. When you're giving feedback, feedback, and it's hard for human beings to do this, but feedback should always be about the tasks that the performance, the mistake specifically, not anything to do about the person. I mean, we should never be judging people on their personality, their appearance, their the way they speak, things that people can't control. You don't you don't judge them on because who are we to judge? Who am I to judge anyone else about their appearance, about their personality, about their goals, their values, their dreams? I am I'm not. I don't want people judging mine. Therefore, I should not judge their people. That's called the golden rule. Now, unfortunately, we haven't been seeing a lot of that in uh, America, the land of the free and the home of the brave. There's been a lot of cowardly behavior on the part of many citizens, but on our media, setting a bad example by berating other people, judging them, spreading rumors and opinions, and dressing it up as 
news and media. And I think it's um, a really frightening trend. Now, I'm not a news watcher intentionally because I like to think for myself. I don't need the media telling me how to think. And so um, if I were to, to, to describe it in one form, it's, it's opinions, it's editorializing, it's not journalism, it's not news, and it is, it's bullying and inappropriate behavior. If any of us were to act that way in our jobs or in our homes, we wouldn't have families and we wouldn't have jobs because our employers wouldn't tolerate it. And you shouldn't either. Never allow people to treat one another disrespectfully and rudely for their opinion, for their, their beliefs, for their appearance, for anything like that. That's called bullying. So make sure none of that is creeping into your corporate culture or into your business culture. The other thing I learned early on in my career about giving feedback was to sandwich it. Make sure that you give somebody a positive, then the feedback, the negative, and then a positive again. I don't believe that. I think if you be honest and upfront with people and you describe the behavior and what you expect and want to see, people are smart, rational human beings and they will understand that. You don't need to make it phony and inauthentic by, by sandwiching it in positives. You should always be telling people how they're doing and, and how they're performing. I ascribe to the belief that you're always communicating and building relationships with people and letting them know what is great and they're, they're doing. Please let people know what they're doing that's awesome. And then when they make a mistake or when there's something that they do that they could learn and handle in a different way later, you know, in the future, if your intention is to help people with the messages and the feedback that you give them, then even if you say it in a, in a fumbly way or make a mistake or don't use the exact right proper words or format, you're gonna be okay. If you're treating people the way you wanna be treated with the intention to help and, and improve them and their performance and your organization as a whole, you all have the same positive intent, you're gonna be okay. And again, focus on the performance, not on the person. It's got nothing to do with their personality. It's got nothing to do with uh, how they dress or how they look or the kind of makeup they wear or if they have vampire teeth, it's, it's about, um, you know, dignity and respect and, and treating everybody like human beings because we are. All right, so that's my rant for today about chewing someone out. How do I know? Because I've gotten chewed out a lot in my life or my career. I remember going to HR because I used to say guys. I'm from Wisconsin, the Midwest, and we say you guys. I grew up for, you know, 25 years saying you guys. In one of my jobs, I had to go to HR and get talked to about saying you guys. And so you never know what you're going to get chewed out for. Have an absolutely awesome, amazing day. I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business today? Take care.